Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Duff Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsteyer, and today we will be studying Duff 26, Kaf Vaf, in the fourth chapter of Masechet Megillah. We will start the fourth chapter with the first Mishnah, which actually starts on 25 Bet and continues on 26 Aleph. If the townspeople sell the town square, they may buy with the proceeds a synagogue. If they sell the synagogue, they may buy with the proceeds an ark. Sell an ark, they may buy uh, wrappings for scrolls. And if they sell wrappings, they may buy scrolls. If they sell scrolls, they may buy a safer Torah. But if they sell a safer Torah, they may not buy with the proceeds scrolls. If they sell scrolls, they may not buy wrappings. If they sell wrappings, they may not buy an ark. If they sell an ark, they may not buy a synagogue, and if they sell a synagogue, they may not buy a town square. The same applies to any money that is left over. Now, Rashi mentions the underlying principle that the Mishnah is describing here, which is ma'alin kadosh velo moridin. One can increase in holiness, but not decrease. A town square has less kedushah than a synagogue which has less Kedushah than a Torah Ark, which in turn has less Kedushah than scroll covers. Scroll covers have less holiness than Megillot, Megillot less than a Sefer Torah. The reverse means that if the townspeople sell a Sefer Torah, they may not buy for the proceeds anything that is less holy. Now, Rashi cites a uh, Tosefta, which mentions the two sources uh, for the principle, Ma'alin be'kodesh ve'lo moridin. Ma'alin be'kodesh, meaning the level of kedusha must be raised, comes from the construction of the Mishkan. Where Bezalel built the Mishkan, and Moses, who was of greater kedusha, of greater importance than Bezalel, was the one who erected it. Lo moridin, meaning the level of kedusha may not be lowered, is derived from the copper pans from which the copper plating of the Mizbeach was fashioned. Those were the copper pans that Korach used for his incense offering, which is an example of lowering the Kedushah of an object. But there seems to be a contradiction in the Mishnah itself. The beginning reads that the proceeds from selling scrolls of the prophets may be used in order to buy a Sefer Torah, which has greater Kedushah. That implies that one couldn't use the money to buy new scrolls of the prophets, who have equal Kedusha. But the end of the Mishnah says that if they sell scrolls, they may not use the money to buy wrappings, which have lower Kedusha. But that would imply, actually, that it would be okay to buy something of equal Kedusha. Now, the Gemara on 26 Bet discusses a few cases to illustrate the principle, so let's have a look at this. Five lines from the top we read, Ramaba Abba Havaka Bane Beik Nishta. 
So Ramaba Abba was uh, planning of building a synagogue. And there was an old synagogue that Ramaba Abba wanted to tear down in order to use the bricks and beams. You have to understand that in the ancient time, buildings were often torn down and the material was recycled in order to reuse certain parts of it. And especially wooden beams were very, very valuable. So he wanted to tear down this old synagogue in order to build the new synagogue. But he was uncertain whether he could do so, because we know of the saying of Rav Christa, um, from Baba Batra 3 Bet, a person should not tear down a synagogue until he has built another instead. So Ramaba Abba was uncertain where the building plans uh, that he had uh, would fall in this in this scheme of things. He clearly had the intention to build a new synagogue, but may he destroy the old in order to get building material. The principle that looked that we looked above, Ma'alin Bekadosh Velomoridin, doesn't maybe apply here because both buildings are of equal Kedushah. So Ramaba Abba consulted Rav Papa and Rav Huna and both said that it was prohibited to tear down a synagogue before the new one was built. One reason is because of the danger of negligence. Now what's negligence here? So Rashi explains what is meant and uh, he says negligence here means that, well, once the old synagogue was torn down, it might be that something happens that prevents Ramaba Abba to build the new synagogue, or maybe Chasfa Khalila he would even change his mind, in which case the old synagogue would be torn down, or would have been torn down, and nothing holier, or at least of equal holiness, would have come in its place. So looking at the Shulchan Aruch, or at Chaim 153, Seif 2, both the Bach and the Magan, the Demagen Avraham, who are both commentators to the Shulchan Aruch, explain that this isn't a contradiction in the Mishnah, and that both statements are correct. Beginning of the Mishnah teaches the Halakha Lechatchila, and the end of the Mishnah teaches the Halakha Bidiyavad, meaning, so lechatchila, from the outset, one may not sell a holy object unless to use the proceeds to acquire something of greater kedusha. However, bidiavat, uh, in hindsight, if one sold a holy object and nothing of greater kedusha was available to buy, in that case, one may buy something of equal kedusha. But still, one may not buy anything of lesser kedusha. Not even Bidiyavad. Okay, so far so good. Let's uh, continue. In the middle of the page we read, Tanura Banan, Tashmishe Mitzvah Nizrakin, Tashmishe Kedusha Nignzi. Ritual objects may be thrown away, holy objects have to be stored. Meaning, ritual objects that are used in the performance of mitzvot, once they are worn out, may, may be discarded, but holy objects, once they are no longer usable, have to be stored, e.g. put in the Geniza. Which objects are we talking about? Examples for ritual objects that may be simply thrown away and that the Gemara mentions here are, for instance, lulav, a sukkah, a shofar, or tzitzit. And on a side note, especially on the object of tzitzit, many people believe that worn-out or split uh, tzitzit must be put in the Geniza. But the truth is that tzitzit have no inherent holiness. 
and hence they can just be thrown away if they become worn out. But objects of holiness are, for instance, tefillin, mezuzot, mezuzah scrolls, the mantle for Torah scrolls, tefillin bags, and tefillin straps. So we learn that although one might have thought that objects such as coverings for scrolls would only be tashmishay mitzvah, they are indeed considered tashmishay kedusha because they have come in contact with a holy object, such as tefillin or sefer Torah. They therefore need to be treated with the utmost respect, even when no longer usable. And we read a little further down that one option is, and it's still practiced today sometimes, that Rabbah said a sefer Torah that has worn out may be buried with a Talmud Chacham. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.